0: Well hello everybody, it's Barry here again from Turning the Page and I have decided to do away with doing weekly recordings for YouTube because I'm just finding it difficult to set up and make, put on my makeup and put on my hair, tidy myself, all that stuff that they say you shouldn't do on YouTube so I'm not doing it anymore, not that I put on makeup Instead, I'm just going to focus on writing and putting out my podcast, which, of course, you are listening to, wonderful people. So I'm just going to make it more personal and um, just focus on the podcast. So I'm just going to do a bit of a shout out to one of my podcast listeners. And that is, hello, Rowena from Aussie. Good on you. So um I have been remiss in getting out these podcasts lately um because I've just been busy. <laughs> I've just been really busy. And so I've got to catch up. And this one is where do you find delight? And um, you know, for me there's absolutely nothing like quite sinking my um, teeth into a perfectly ripe black Doris plum and tasting the fullness of flavour as its juices, you know, flow right across my taste. But I just savour it, thought of it now. And when I write this, it was mid-January, summertime, and that Black Doris tree has come into its harvest, and I would go down there and gorge myself on Black Doris plums, and I'd pick some, and I'd bottle them, because I like Black Doris plum crumbles in the winter time. But I've pruned it, given it fertiliser, and watched it flower, and I've longed for the harvest time. Whenever I've walked under its canopy, you know, and it's, it's the moment of tasting and seeing that the Lord is good. You know, God has provided a tree full of delight for me and others to enjoy. You know, and this is a time of delight. And it's the little things like that I need to train my brain to focus on. It's that sip of coffee first thing in the morning. Uh, the attention my grandchild gives to the story I'm reading her, uh, the way a mother bird demands a, a um, feeds a demanding chick hopping around behind her. I've seen that recently, the little chick chicking, and uh, <laughs> the mother bird just has to keep on feeding it. But where do you find delight? Uh, it's so easy to find dismay, isn't it? You know, far too easy to find rotten fruit, bitter moments, anguish. Anguish, hardship, and despair. And it feels like the brain is absolutely trained to have a magnetic pull to the dark. Well, the songwriter of Psalms, the Psalms, sings these words. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. But what does that word delight mean in the Bible? Well, in Hebrew, the word delight is anog. I probably pronounced that wrong. And has the meaning to be be soft, delicate, dainty. To be pliable and tender. That's what delight means in the Bible. Something good for the brain happens when we stop and notice that which is soft, delicate and dainty. (laughs) There there is an element to delight that is fleeting, isn't it? You'll miss it. And it will cut you unless... Uh, unless you stop to take it in, you'll miss, it, you'll miss out on it. And as I write this, uh, and I, as I read this, when I write this, <laughs> my thoughts wanted a story in the Bible of Jesus feeding those 5,000 people. Here's the story. Now, when Jesus heard this, he withdrew from there in a, in a boat to a deserted place by himself. But when the crowds heard it, they followed him on foot from the towns. When he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion for them, and cured their sick. When it was evening, the disciples came and said to him, This is a deserted place, there are no McDonald's. (laughs) Uh, This is a deserted place, and the hour is now late. Send the crowds away, so that they may go to the villages and buy food for themselves. Jesus said, They don't need to go away. You give them something to eat. (laughs) And <laughs> like, see what they're thinking. Like, what? <laughs> How do I do that? They replied, "We have nothing here but five loaves and two fish." And he said, "Bring them here to me." Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fishes, he looked up to heaven and blessed, and broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the crowds, and all ate and were filled. And they took up what was left. Over one of the was left over of the broken pieces, well baskets full, and those who ate were about five thousand men, besides women and children. So that's a huge crowd, isn't it? Matthew fourteen. Um, all those loaves and fishes being multiplied and given out. You know, questions float through my thinking about the delight of this moment in the Bible. I wonder. I wonder what the fish tastes like. Uh, what sort of fish were they? Was the bread soft or chewy? Uh, was there anything unique about the flavors? Did anyone slowly roll around the piece of fish and morsel of bread in their mouth, delighting their brain with the flavors? You see, delighting in something takes a conscious noticing and slowing down. Now, my mind is wandering to the delight of connecting a few words together that might help you and others, the readers um, and listeners, find that they might find new ways of living. The gift I'm giving here is vulnerable. You could easily skip over the words and ignore what I say and not take them in. But I'm going to put them out there anyway because I find delight in them. I take delight when someone emails me and shares their life with me. I really do. I really enjoy getting emails from listeners, readers, um, talking about what's happening. But how do we grow in delight? Well, first of all, I think it's important to be open to notice. And you probably don't realize how many moments of delight are happening around you. So you open yourself to noticing. Number two, be intentional in your quest. Have an intentionality in yourself to look for delight. Make it an exercise every day to notice little delights. Number three, take delight. When you find something to delight in, go for it. <laughs> Immerse yourself into that taste, smell, beauty, feeling, and um, what you see. And number four, soak in it. I like the soaking idea. Soak yourself thoroughly in the delight. Be with that delight for 30 seconds or more. Give the brain the message that this is something that is deeply meaningful. Take a deep inhalation of that rose's delicate scent. Taste all the flavors of that Black Doris plum. <laughs> Five, give thanks. Be thankful to God for those del- gifts of delight. Brought to your attention. God delights in us finding delight. Number six. Ask questions. Why is that object of delight so meaningful to you? What's the invitation God is offering you in this delight? Number seven. Repeat. Just repeat. Continue to do this practice every day. This practice of delight. Notice the little things. Take them in and give thanks. Number eight. Journal. The delight write about the delights you have found in your day or week writing helps to strengthen the discovery in your brain perhaps as you discover the world of the delight around you you will also find the way god gives you the desires of your heart here's some quotes the key to growing any psychological resource including compassion is to have repeated experiences of that of it getting of it that get turned into lasting changes in neural structure or function. Rick Hansen, what he's saying is that if you want to grow something, you've got to have repeated experiences of it. Uh, He also says this, the brain is like Velcro for negative experiences, but Teflon for positive. This shades implicit memory, your underlying expectations, beliefs, action, strategies, and mood, in an increasingly negative direction. Rick Hansen. Most of the things we need to be fully alive never come in busyness. I'll read that again. Most of the things we need to be fully alive never come in busyness. They grow in rest. Mark Buchanan. In the, stillness, in, in the inner stillness where meditation leads, the spirit secretly anoints the soul and heals our deepest wounds. John of the Cross questions what stories in the bible offer us a moment where people would have experienced delight number two where do you find moments of delight number three how can you cultivate moments during every day to rest your mind in delight so that's the podcast for that one (laughs) i'm going to be getting a few more as i try and catch up with all these podcasts But it's important um, to think about where you find delight. And it may well be different to anybody else because it's specific to you. And if you want to email me, I'd just love to hear from you and um, build a relationship with my podcast listeners and get to know um, how you are, how I can help you. So, yeah, send me an email. It's barry at turningthepage.co.nz. Looking forward to hearing you, and thank you. Until next time.